Hey guys, it's Elizabeth. And it's Joelle here. And today we are chatting about abortion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tons of people have followed me for this whole situation. <laughs> I don't really care though. It's the internet. Who really cares? But it's the internet. Yeah, it's the internet. Instagram's not real life. It's not. But yeah, it's been a while. We've been extremely busy over here. Yeah. Some exciting updates. Did we talk about it last time? Your graduation? We we talked last time we talked about it, we said that I was going to graduate, but we didn't talk about the fact that I actually did graduate. So mm. I, I'm on the other side. So now I have graduated. Yes. So he has officially graduated with his theology degree. Yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing. We went to New York. The graduation ceremony was so much fun. Super American. Um, and yeah, it was great. And now we're back. And I feel like things are sort of slowing down a bit. It's slowing down in terms of the craziness of everything yeah yeah i think we're kind of catching the pace that we like and what we want i think that's what's happening now we, we're, we're finding our pace yeah i think so too so yeah we're excited to dive into this i know it's obviously a really divisive topic um but apart from that it's also something that can be extremely personal right for women who have gone through abortions or maybe men that um either encourage their partner to go through an abortion and if you're a believer maybe you know you regret it now we just want to start off and say that there is no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus um and yeah the lord forgives those who come and and confess so i think it's important to start out with that when talking about something that can be so heavy and and intimate yeah it's it's heavy it's real this is just uh, a part of the human condition here and this is part of the discussion um especially the the context of this discussion is very prominent here in the west so us as western I think this is something we should talk about. I don't think we should shy away from it. And like anything on this channel, we we tackle it all. Um, you can agree, you can disagree. We don't really care. Um, I think it's more about us being able to engage appropriately. Um, if you believe what you what you think is right, that's great. Um, and I think it's if if what we talk about makes you mad and we poke holes and you're not able to fill those holes, I think that's something that you should think about. Um, you can be mad, but I think it's more about if you believe this so strongly, you should think of why. And you're, it, when, people, um, when people challenge you, it shouldn't make you irritated. Irritation is usually the first sign that you don't really believe what you actually believe. I think it's much more of, oh, well, it's great to hear your opinion. And it's a free country, so we should be able to share mm -hmm. our disagreements. Um, we can disagree and not be disagreeable, right? So, yeah. 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 Uh, and I know with that, too, when it comes to the topic of abortion and people are walking through it, it can seem really confusing at times uh, when people bring up different things. So our hope is to walk it through in a way that... Um, is clear and easy to understand. Yeah. So the first question when people are, are trying to figure this out, is abortion wrong? Is it right? Should it be seen as women's health care? Should we take it away? Especially with what's happening in America with Roe v. Wade. The first question to ask is, is murder wrong? That's just the first premise. Do we believe that murder is wrong? Well, yeah, I think, I think, yes, murder is wrong. The definition of murder, I think we should all be on the same page of what murder is, mm -hmm. right? Like, um, if someone is killed versus someone being murdered, those are two different things. If yeah. you think they're the same, you do not know what murder is. Mm -hmm. um, murder is one thing. Killing is another thing or someone that is killed 
is another situation. So, yeah, I, if we're talking about the moral instance, it morally is murder wrong? Yes. If you disagree, uh, please don't come anywhere near me. Yeah, so I guess the other, it would be like <laughs> murder versus manslaughter, right? Yeah. That would be it. So murder would be the intentional, willful, direct killing of someone else for whatever the motive or purpose is, mm-hmm. whereas manslaughter would be the crime of killing a human being without malice, a forethought, or otherwise in circumstances not amounting to murder. So this is someone that wasn't trying to kill someone wasn't trying to murder someone exactly it's like um let's say you were coming out of the door you know oh man you're running down the hallway because um you're late for work and you weren't looking where you're going you went to a corner and you bumped into somebody and they fell down the stairs broke their neck and died yeah that is not murder. No one should call you a murderer no. for something like that. That is what we would call manslaughter. You can still get present time for manslaughter, right? That's more about what happens in the yeah. deliberation process when it comes to your sentencing and whatever. But that is what we would call manslaughter. Yeah, exactly. So clearly, majority of us as believers if you're listening to this or even as a non-believer but as good citizens we would all say that murder is inherently wrong to take away the life of another human being um, intentionally for whatever purposes you have is wrong right unless you're defending yourself for manslaughter it was an accident Um, then okay so we know that the next question is okay so what is a human then when we're talking about abortion and when does human life begin okay so what is a human (laughs) what is what is a human what is a woman (laughs) do we know what any of this is um yeah let like do you have a dictionary definition the dictionary definition honestly sounds like a bit confusing when you read it oh in a bit because I think it's such like a basic answer <laughs> that it's like I think things that are basic are confusing these days that's why unfortunately um you know if you go to let's see Miriam dictionary definition of human of relating to or characteristic of humans <laughs> consisting of or involving humans um having human form or attributes so that would be a human so it's a human we know obviously is a creature that is distinct from all the other creatures around us so a human is different from a giraffe right both mammals but we're different we know that a human is different from a tree a tree is not living a human is different from an ant I think we all know what a human is, right? Well, I would break it down even further. Anything that has the DNA of the, of a homo sapien, of, of a human being, is a human. Yeah. So, like, as you said, a human being is not an ant. Mm-hmm. So, they can crawl on the ground and act like an ant. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we draw their blood yeah. and we tested it, we would see from a on a molecular level when it comes to their dna they're different yeah. so i would say what is a human being you have the dna of a group of beings called humans, humans. Yeah. yeah so that would be a human now that we know what humans are okay so when does human life begin if the question of abortion right the debate is should be fine to have an abortion because it's not a human then we have to figure out when does human life begin does it begin when there's a heartbeat is that when the creature has switched from a creature outside of human to a human or is it someone sometime else when does human life actually begin 
Yeah. Um, I think what's, I guess, sometimes annoying with this question is uh, we, I've had a, this conversation with him, some people from church, and one of the things we talked, I've said, is how do we have a logically consistent um, opinion when it comes to this? Yeah. So, or our logical view consistently. So that's why, for me, I think a human life starts when there is unique human dna mm -hmm. so each of a, each of us have different a unique set of dna mm -hmm. now that dna falls under the heading of human so if they pulled your blood and they'll be like oh this is a human person yeah. now this person is also unique because of their dna markers mm -hmm. now when does a human life start a new human life I would say when new DNA is present. Okay. Interesting claim. Lots of people now, for some strange reason, disagree with this. Completely. It's a lie. That's not when it starts. So let's not take our word for it. Let's just go online and see what the experts have to say. Let's look because on the internet. Biologists. Oh, so, geez. of course... We can't determine this on our own. All right. First search here. When does human life begin? Princeton University. Let's pull it up. They're pretty smart over there in Princeton. Yeah, no? I would hope so. So it says, let's see. Human development begins after the union of male and female gametes or germ cells during a process known as fertilization, also known as conception another quote here says development of the embryo begins at stage one when a sperm fertilizes and I, I don't know how to say this properly an oikite oisite that's like the egg and together they form a zygote okay that's what Princeton says Princeton University we can go somewhere else maybe we don't trust Princeton because you know we can't uh, trust the scientists. So let's find. Who knows? Is is Princeton in a red state? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Maybe because they're in a red state, they're automatically gonna think a certain way. This is true. This is very very true. All right. So let's go to the American College of Pediatricians. These people deal with babies all day, so I would hope they would know when human life starts. Okay, they say, let's see, the predominance of human biological research confirms that human life begins at conception, fertilization. At fertilization, the human being emerges as a whole genetically distinct, individuated, zygotic living human organism, a member of the species Homo sapiens, needing only the proper environment in order to grow and develop. The difference between the individual in its adult stage and in its zygotic stage is one of form, not nature. On the scientific evidence of when an individual human life begins. That is a bar. Are they in a red state too? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I never heard that said like, but that's true. The only, say, hold on, say that again. The only difference between a zygote and an adult mm -hmm. is. The only difference between the individual and its adult stage mm -hmm. and its zygotic stage mm -hmm. is one of form, not nature. Mm. Okay, so, so the form is different, but the yeah. nature is not. Is not. They're human. They're uh, of the homo, homo sapiens species. Okay, okay. So that means at one point you were in the zygotic stage and you were still human. You did not transform from a bird to being human or from non-human at four weeks to being human at eight weeks. You were always human. You were just in a different stage of development. You were in a different form. Yes, a different form. Okay, so, um, That's so what they say. yeah, okay. Experts. Yeah, so this we know very little. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. So, so confirming. 
So Princeton, mm-hmm. prestigious school with a lot of smart people there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the American, uh, what was it? American College of Pediatricians. Okay, so them they both agree mm-hmm. that a unique and new human life starts at conception. And let's be clear, not implantation. This might sound technical, but a lot of people might want to confuse you on this because of the popularity of lots of birth control methods. Life starts at conception when the sperm meets the egg, not when that now, you know, zygote that they're talking about implants to the female's uterine wall. That's just the next stage of its development. It's already a human once the sperm and egg meet and they form a unique person, right? Implantation is not what makes you human. Conception is when a human being is born. So that means birth control methods that encourage or, you know, allow um, the lining to not be receptive for an embryo or uh, that zygote there is actually an abortive method because there's a human being that's there. Okay. So, okay. So I'm not a woman, so I'm trying my best to, because I feel like that's usually what it is. It, even though I would hope to be a father one day, mm-hmm. I have no say in this situation. Anyways, so thinking through it, we have a unique human being mm-hmm. by science's standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we haven't quoted any scriptures. Mm-hmm. We haven't said anything of our own opinion. Mm-hmm. We just look to the scientists mm-hmm. and they have deemed when a unique male gamete meets a, another unique female gamete sperm egg they come together and they and it forms a whole new human being Mm -hmm. that's when the life of a human starts yeah okay so we're on the it seems like we have the moral moral thing of murder Mm -hmm. we think murder is the intentional taking of a human life yeah and then we have human life starting according to science when there's a unique unique human DNA after the sperm and the egg meet. Okay. So this is where we are. We are now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So with that in mind then, the next question is if you believe that abortion is fine, there's nothing wrong with it you would have to then walk back the premises we set. Do you not believe murder is wrong? Do you not believe what the science says about what a human is and when human life starts? Or is it that you place different value on a human depending on what stage of development they are in? Okay, so... I think what's, I think this is where things get weird is because I think, I actually think now if, if people actually read the data, cause I think some pe- people just talk, mm-hmm. but if the people that read the data, I think they'll agree with our first two questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he, very he, hard to disagree with those. Yeah. Like, unless you just disagree with modern science, but. I think those two things they'll agree, but once we start talking here, I think we move from um, science and common morality, unless you think murder is okay. Mm -hmm. Common morality and science, and we move into, I guess, this philosophical stage of um, Mm -hmm. what, which life is worth more than the others. Yeah, that's where we go to. Because if you're saying now that okay yes you believe murder is wrong and you know you are going along however hesitantly with the fact that science says life begins at conception um but you still disagree and think abortion is right then the next question would be 
do you place human life, the value of human life, depending on, again, the stage of development or the function, what the human being is able to do, right? Because a baby in its developing stages, the little zygotic stage that the scientists use, it needs a mother to sustain itself to continue to grow the same way a newborn baby needs to be fed. It needs to be breastfed. It needs to be watched. It needs to be put to sleep. It needs all of these things for it to thrive and grow. If you dump a newborn baby on the side of the road and everyone ignores it, the newborn baby will probably die. Does that make the newborn baby less human than a 12-year-old? Because it's dependent on its mother? Of course not. No one would say that. I'll be honest with you. I think we should get away. I don't think we should even fuel the fire to what is less human. Because we already scientifically described what a human is. Now, you can disagree with that. That's fine. But you have to hold the stance that you disagree with the science. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, they are human. Now, the, the reality is they're human, period, according to science. Are we now socially trying to dehumanize them Mm -hmm. because us valuing them in their life equally with everybody else Mm -hmm. um, puts us in a situation that we have to now maybe make some hard calls Mm -hmm. realistically because they're a human, period. Whether you want to use terms like fetus or clump of cells or fetal tissue um, you can call it whatever you want, but it's it's human. it's, it's dehumanizing. <laughs> it's it's dehumanizing. The, the same thing as when they call black people monkeys. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Now people don't want to say it. Mm-hmm. I think people were like, "Oh, racism and abortion." It's the same. Mm-hmm. The science: it, black people were people. Mm-hmm. We have human DNA. Mm-hmm. Now socially, there were things done to dehumanize them mm-hmm. because the science is clear. We have to dehumanize them in order for us to make certain social decisions. Yeah, that's what humans have been doing for millennia. Okay, and, and I'm saying this, so right now we're just talking about the moral, scientific, and philosophical thoughts around this. Because I know some people are saying, what if, what if, what if, what if, we're not there yet. We're just talk. We are, we're not talking about the politics yet. We're just talking about the moral scientific and philosophical idea around this okay so we've established those things now Mm -hmm. all right then the next question to ask with we're obviously looking at this from a perspective from people who might be struggling with the idea of whether abortion is right or not so you know you might be wondering then and we hear this all the time we were listening to one the roe v wade the overturning of roe v wade uh went out i think it was a friday was it last week friday i think it was last week friday right um, yeah um anyways i'm we, gone with the days like yeah. we were watching I think so. the news and i remember joe biden's speech and some of the stuff he was saying um and I know Joel will jump in here with some funny stuff about Joe Biden. but I, don't, I give no energy to Joe Biden. There's literally footage of him <laughs> saying that like he agrees with the Catholic. No, not 20 years ago. There's like footage in like the 2000s. Ooh. Come on, guys. Ooh. Okay. So yeah, saying that he agrees don't get me with started the Catholic on this Church that abortion is wrong. But yeah, come on. suddenly he's had an epiphany and changed his, his mind. So anyways, Politics, guys, like in case you didn't know. But Joe continue. Biden himself, when he was talking about the overturning of Roe v. Wade and how this is, you know, the destruction of our values and women's freedom and how disgusting it is and, you know, what of the the woman who's been raped and you know the young girl who has uh been forced on to you know from an incestuous relationship and is now pregnant what what about those women we do want to pause and obviously say that those are horrific and heartbreaking stuff to go through and it's absolutely disgusting those people should be punished no not just punished they need to be put in the deepest dungeon cell and be left there yeah i don't think there's any pro-life person that hears stories of rape or um you know incest and 
and their heart doesn't break or if they don't then I know they're not pro-life so um obviously those things are terrible but then I would say with what you know Joe Biden was was talking about if those are the main things that are so grievous to us that that is the main reason that abortion should be legal then okay what if abortion was legal only for women who had been raped or who had a child from an incestuous relationship and all other abortions are illegal what if that was the case would pro-abortion supporters be okay with that uh the answer is no because if you look at the stats if you look at uh births by rape victims and and anything in that class you'd be under five percent right so and i'm thinking and who knows i could be being generous but i know it's a lot of stats even show it's under one percent yeah and a lot of obviously it does happen in the people that go through that it's a very very difficult thing to go through unimaginable at all i i couldn't even imagine what that would be like um but at the same time oh let's make let's make it stronger not only is it legal but subsidized that means the government will cover every medical bill that so they don't have to worry about a penny that is so all of those women are absolutely protected let's make it ironclad so it's not just oh it's available no it's not only available but it's every single penny is covered mm-hmm. so th- they're going to be okay mm-hmm. and they have and th- and they'll have free mental support after like counseling and things like that mm-hmm. and i remember we had this conversation if that all was done over 90% of abortions would still be illegal yeah so so the question if we took away the strongest argument and I said this on my Instagram and everybody wanted to unfollow me there. Everyone got mad is when we used, when we used the marginalized, mm-hmm. the oppressed as a talking point mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. And we are just using them for more nefarious, more manipulative purposes. Mm-hmm. You are no better than the quote unquote oppressors. You're no better because the reality is if we supported them, we gave them not just free abortions, but literally support after nine over 90 percent of of recorded abortions in terms of further reasons would still would still be illegal. And I think people would find something else to talk about because that's usually their strongest. They, you always bring up the poor people, the poor, because right now it's it, the people that are poor and that are quote unquote minorities. Yeah. They're non-white. Those are the people that are getting the most abortions. Yeah. So we, we want to offer them up as like, look at them. They're suffering. Okay. Well, what if we prevent them from suffering? What, what happens then? Mm-hmm. So I think it's disingenuous. I don't think it's, I, I think what there's, they might think they're being genuine, but the reality is according to the stats that that is not going to move the line. Yeah. So with that alone, it's really clear that even if that law was to be passed, you know, Canada, America, um, pro-abortion supporters still of course would not be okay with that. Because what of the other 90-something percent of women that still want to get abortions that not for reasons of rape or, or incest? Uh, and I do think it's important to, to clarify that there are children that have been born from a situation where their mother was raped and their mother decided to keep them or their mother um, gave them up for adoption and they themselves have said you can look up their stories abort73.com has quite a few um and what's the other site called uh it's on instagram uh i'll link it below but 
uh, they have said the same thing of how heartbreaking it is to hear that argument that their life is worth less, that their mom should have killed them uh, because of the actions of an evil man committed against their mother, which resulted in them. They still believe their life is valuable because they were not the rapist, um, and they believe it would be unfair to have not had the chance at a life, right? So we have to keep that in mind, even when having those conversations about something like rape. Uh, that is horrific, but there are a lot of women that make the incredibly hard decision to keep the child because they realize that it's, it's still another child, and this me getting rid of that child is never actually going to heal the wound of rape of someone forcing themselves on you. Um, so that's very important for us to keep in mind with that discussion, even just for you to think through that, because I know that's something I had to wrestle with too. Um, okay, so we know that abortions, even if they were banned for the 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 most egregious reasons, people would still wouldn't be happy about that. And then I remember when we were listening to the news, we hear it so often of when the women speak out and they're saying, you know, if I didn't have access to my abortion, I wouldn't have been able to finish university or I wouldn't have been able to advance in my career or I wouldn't have been able to um, build this company and how abortion is uh, not just something that needs to be available in dire situations, but should be available to protect and advance women's empowerment. Mm. That is an extremely common theme that I'm seeing everywhere, right? Abortion is crucial to women's liberation, to women's empowerment, and to women's freedom. That is what people say. I think if I'm allowed to chime in here, if I'm not, just skip the part that I'm about to talk. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, man. Anyways, um, turn it off if you, you have a problem or skip back to, just skip forward and wait till Elizabeth talks. Anyways, uh, my, my opinion is, I think it's, uh, it's inconsistent. And I think that's, I think that's my biggest argument about, with a lot of these people is just, if uh, when i get all of it i get even the worst part is just not consistent now if you're willing to say well i don't care if it's consistent this is what it is okay well you can you can say you want to hold an inconsistent idea but just know you have an inconsistent idea because when we talk about women's rights or human rights yeah because of western because of western civilization that's always progressing so a woman being able to finish university mm-hmm. at a time wasn't possible mm-hmm. then at a time it was crucial but it was it didn't hold value above a human life or the human family yeah now it holds more value you know, being able to finish your education is more valuable than being a mom or holding, uh, being able to finish your your education is more valuable than a human life. Mm -hmm. So it's because of our Western society and because things are changing, that means what is known as a right or something that's known as good is always changing. Yeah. It's very inconsistent. Yeah. So it's like right now, it, by science it's a human life we're willing to kill a human life yeah. because we want uh, education and we forget especially in the states and in canada too there was black people that couldn't go to school right there was black, black people that weren't known as human beings uh-huh. it's like i if you literally just look at it through the eyes of racism we were like we would never allow this to happen uh-huh. it's like well I want to go to school. Should a black person be able to die or should a black person not have their opportunity? 
oh, if you want to go to school, fine, but a black person can't. Mm-hmm. Most times we'd be like, no, give them the opportunity. That's not fair. Or, mm-hmm. or, or like, if they deserve to be there, they should be there. Mm-hmm. But we're not willing to hold that same kind of idea. You get what I'm saying? It's just yeah. inconsistent. And I think that's my biggest knock against this. It doesn't hold weight. It doesn't hold water. Yeah, it's inconsistent. And with that, too, part of the issue is that when we're in this discussion, okay, this might sound very hard or harsh or even not in line with the progressive understanding of where we are today. But here's the basic facts. Sex, its ultimate purpose and design in young, fertile, childbearing, heterosexual couples is to produce babies. I know that sounds really crazy. But yeah, that's what everyone hates does. us now. <laughs> everyone hates us now. Turn this off! Turn it off! That's literally what it does. The woman's body, month by month, goes through a cycle to help her get pregnant. I, th- I think you told me a stat that was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That I think you said it's like fifty percent or forty percent of women on birth control yeah, still I get pregnant a global stat just showing I remember I saw this stat first actually when I was at the doctor's clinic and I remember walking in and they you know how they have you know brochures and posters about birth control and health and all of that and I saw it and it said you know worldwide um, 50% of births of people born are born um, while their parent the woman or their parents were using birth control they were uh an unexpected pregnancy and that's so crazy that when i think i was a teenager and it blew my mind and i was like what what 50 percent of humans have come through the world because of failed contraceptives but <laughs> i think we hold such a high view of contraceptives and yes there are some that have very high rates but you'll obviously hear a woman who's like yeah i was using the iud and boom I had an ectopic pregnancy or I had this or whatever it was um, because sex results in babies, right? That's just what sex is meant for, heterosexual sex. Um, You can try and push it as far away as possible, but as a woman, because your body is the one that will hold life, a pregnant woman, not a pregnant person, because if you're pregnant, it means you're a woman. So as a pregnant woman, um, or as a person, if a woman, if you are deciding to have sex, then you have to accept the risk that it can lead to pregnancy. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. And if you are unwilling to be able to live with that, or the man that you're with is unwilling, to deal with the consequences of sex, then you just shouldn't have sex. Yeah, but that's, again, like, when you say things like that, it's like you're directly infringing on the Western ideal of uh, being able to do what I want. Mm-hmm. So I, I want, I should be able to have sex and be able to pursue my degree, pursue my degree do everything I want to do. Job, yeah. Job and I can do what I want. Yeah. But any consequences or fallout that comes from my decisions, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be able to. I shouldn't have to deal with it. I shouldn't have to deal with it. And, and this is the thing. Human rights are the rights to be able to do things, not the rights to be able to escape responsibility. Yeah. Perfect example. If a guy has sex with a girl and a child comes, Mm -hmm. if the guy's like, I'm not going to be around, Mm -hmm. the woman can just go to the court and be like, this guy's not helping me. I need to, I need something to happen. Mm -hmm. You know what they'll do? They'll garnish the guy's pay. They'll find him and you got to cough up the money. Why? Because you can't just run away from responsibility. And, and I think 
it's a very westernized ideal that we can do what we want and not have to suffer the consequences i just drew a connection in my mind i'm thinking about the colonizers that went into africa india all these places around the world right to do what they wanted now when things you know people wanted their independence and whatnot they just drew away okay cool done so many things that were blowbacks there they're not taking responsibility for the consequences of what happened mm-hmm. yeah and, and that's what I'm, th- I'm that's a very uniquely westernized idea it's funny how we would claim oppression where our very mindset is oppressor now i'm not a critical race theory but i'm saying this because i think that's just the, that's just the 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 talking points of the time yeah it's the oppressed versus the oppressor mm-hmm. but it's like little do you know you've you've jotted down your notes and you're doing the same exact thing yeah right like you can do what you want and any consequence that comes from it you don't care yeah like think about that i can have sex do what i want Mm -hmm. it's my right it's my right to have sex and when a new unique human life Mm -hmm. comes into the world I can murder them or I can force my girlfriend to murder them. Yeah, which is disgusting, especially when we sort of praise men for their quote-unquote progressiveness of, you know, encouraging their girlfriends to, or or even wives, because there's married people that get abortions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get one. Uh, and it's just... It's terrible because a man needs to take responsibility for what he does. If you get someone pregnant, it's your responsibility to look after that child. Like, end of story, right? Yeah, so that's that. (laughs) So, yeah, it might sound crazy, but sex leads to babies. And that's actually what it was meant for. Um I remember I was, we were talking to a Catholic priest because, you know, Catholics have uh, a very, uh, it's, if you want to read about it, they have a, a very robust teaching when it comes to how we should look at birth control, sex, abortion. Um, but I was talking yeah. to a Catholic family priest. Family planning, all family of that. Family planning, yeah, because yeah. they, they don't believe in uh, even using birth control methods. So other than natural family planning. Uh, But the Catholic priest was like, well, it's pretty simple. Sex was designed for bonding and babies. That is what God designed it for. You bond with your spouse, your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend uh, if you're not having sex in in marriage and it leads to babies. Those are the two things that it was always meant for, always will be meant for. And Mm -hmm. you can try as hard as you want to fight against it, but that's what happens. So it's not an infringement on women's empowerment. It's just the basic facts of life. You cannot fight against it. You cannot argue against it. That's what it is. Okay? So, with all of that in view, there's a lot going on there. The question now is, what are we as Christians supposed to to do about it? Because, you know, and people will say, the world will be the world, and we just have to, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. But no, Christians can actually do something to help this situation. And that looks like if you're in Canada, I know they have this in America, but pregnancy help centers, those are huge. There's a bunch all around Canada. I think they actually said there's more pregnancy help centers around Canada than there are abortion clinics, which a lot of people are mad about, uh, pro-abortion people are mad about, which is makes absolutely no sense to me since they're actually helping women have more choices. Uh, but yeah, donate to one, right? in your church maybe find a way that you guys can drop off diapers baby formulas strollers uh products for uh, a mom that's just given birth um they are so so vital to women that are most likely to get an abortion low-income women immigrant women teen moms um 
all those women, at least from the one I was helping at, I, I saw those kind of women every single day uh, that were coming in. Um, so donate to your local pregnancy help center, find one, or they can often be called a pregnancy crisis center. Um, they're often run by Christians and supported fully by churches. Uh, and right now they are under threat by our current liberal government in Canada, uh, Trudeau, that would like to remove charity status from these organizations that are literally being the hands and feet of Jesus for women who have no other options. Um, so that's a big one. Support. And of course, other than that, even just with the people you know, continue to to talk about these things, to talk about the fact that no, life actually does start at conception, that it is valuable. If there's someone you know that might be struggling with whether or not they should choose that, to you know encourage them, support them to choose life during that time. Uh, continue to pray. Like I know that's something I can improve on. Just praying for Canada, praying for our leaders, praying for the government. Um, and also praying for the church to continue to step up and to help serve people that need help, right? There is what's happening on social media, and then there's the real-life work that needs to be done uh, to make um, abortion unthinkable. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, Abortion, just like racism, is not a political issue. Mm-hmm. It's literally a life and death issue. It's a human issue. It's a human issue. Yeah. We like to politicize it. Yeah. Again, if you want to politicize it, that's fine. That just tells me you're one of the people that just wants to make use of the situation to do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but if you really believe abortion is wrong, mm-hmm. give to these institutions. Uh adopt Uh, yeah oh i forgot that one too good point adopt Adopt, foster like literally if you really think these lives are valuable they can't just be valuable because you are on a particular political side yeah like these children need your help which means put your money where your mouth is Mm -hmm. like are you willing to not go on a vacation uh every single year because you want to ensure these kids are taken care of Mm -hmm. uh are you willing to say well you know what our kids are grown up but we're open to fostering now have a home like that is such a big thing if you have a home with an extra bedroom like you can foster yeah i wish we had enough space to be able to do that but like fostering is such an amazing thing to do and and adopting yeah like it's I don't know, man. There's the people that are going to talk about it. As you said, there's going to be people on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok that are going to talk. And that's fine. They can talk. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they just talk. If it's all about talk, that means you would have been the same people that think black people going to schools was a bad idea. You can disagree, but this that's just what it is. Majority of people sided with what majority of people thought. When it was re- slavery, why we stopped in slavery? Oh, until it was overturned, then it was then it became unthinkable. Or they said, you know, well, it's their land and it, their property. Well, yeah, like I don't own slaves, but if they want, if they want, it's their. their come choice. on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> their choice. Guys, if if you really think children need support you support them right if you disagree then hey that's your business but um at the end of the day i i i'm especially those people that call themselves christians if you are if you claim the name of jesus then you would put your neck out Mm -hmm. scripture asks us to do that it's not just about you know chatting and do all like put your money where your mouth is Mm -hmm. You don't go to Starbucks every day. Take that money, donate it to a pregnancy help center. Yeah. Right? You, Some of you, as you said, I know some of you guys, probably your kids are left home. You have a nice house. Start fostering. Like, there's very practical steps that can be done. Take those steps and let's actually help. Oh, this is another thing. Yeah. Instead of that young woman that got pregnant, instead of shaming them as a church, 
how about you actually find a way to make sure that she's okay? Mm-hmm. How about you, if what if her parents throw her out and there was a huge fight? Like, mm-hmm. open up your home, bring her in, figure out a way that she can get on her feet and be supported. Like, we have to limit, like, when a woman gets, in my mind, I know, you know, purity and all that type of stuff. Listen, when a woman's pregnant, the conversation is done. Now it's like, okay, we, there's a child here. We need to make sure you and your child are okay. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be forward thinking and try to be solution oriented, not just politically uh, cor- uh, correct oriented or be uh, politically, just ha- try to back up your own political side. Yeah. How do we make sure the children and the mothers are okay? That is what pro-life is. Yeah, and I do just want to quickly add in there too with that discussion. Um, pro-life is both valuing the life of the mother and the child. Uh, that's what it means, right? Uh, pro-life does not mean that if a woman needs access because she's miscarried, needs access to uh, you know, a DNC to remove the baby, unfortunately, that's died in her, uh, that is not that is not what we're talking about here right that is a medically necessary treatment uh like for instance an ectopic pregnancy uh it's medically necessary unfortunately to remove the child because the child cannot survive in the fallopian tubes Uh, that is very different from the intentional uh killing of a child for no other reasons than you do not want that child compared to when the child and the mother will die uh, because of unfortunately what what is happening in in the womb uh, so let's be very clear about that uh, procedures that are needed to to keep the health of the mother and the child are, are very different than uh, an elective abortion yeah so well, that's our stance. Uh, maybe you will never listen again. Hey, um, this is a pebble in your shoe. That's all we really care about. You have a stance. Make sure you're thinking, you're thoughtful about your stance, and you're consistent. So. Yes, and I will be putting out a blog post on this topic that goes in depth and has some more links if you do want to do some reading uh, and that expands on some of these issues. So feel free to check it out. It will all be linked below. Great. Uh, this is Joelle St. John. St. John. And you have listened to church. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. See ya. <laughs>